perfect harmony. Yeah, so so now this time so what happened? I was going to London and I had this briefcase and it was so sexy. This briefcase is so sexy. And I'm like I'm like so I, I try to fit all my like studio in it. And what takes up the most space was the audio, because we had that microphone, that and... audio recorder, two microphones, then the, all the cords. Yeah. So I'm like, how do I do this so my audio can fit in this sexy briefcase? And I was like, iPhones. I'll use ah. I'll use voice memos as oh my God. the recording. So I I got another. I already had an iPhone eight. I bought another iPhone eight. You spent money on another iPhone. Yeah. When you are this deep in Apple, don't you? Isn't there like a buy seven get the eighth free one going on deal? Because it sure seems like Apple's making an awful lot of money off of people like you who just need more. Well, phones. this was uh, resale retailer. Oh, okay, great. This is like outside. Cool. So what are they doing with all the old rectangles? So what happens? I was just at the Apple store on Friday. <laughs> I go to the Apple store and I just like learn. And I just like ask questions. About um, rectangles. And about just like the how technology the technology, how, how, they, how they use it, what do they prefer it for. Um, so then everything fit in that briefcase now that I have this audio set up. Uh, you last time in our conversations, you tend to be quite animated and you lose the microphone i noticed <laughs> i noticed after you go see even right now it's too far away just hold 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 it up like a normal guest i'm not gonna hold a phone in my hand to hang out with somebody there's this is exactly my point of what we always talk about i don't want to sit here and have a conversation with you when I'm like this or like this. I don't, I'm here to hang out with you. The fact that you would like to do this is up to you. Cause like I just said minutes ago, we're going to have a conversation whether these are here or not. That's true. And I'll hold it periodically, but it makes me feel gross. Well, why don't you, uh, See, what I do now is... Also, my voice is pretty booming in projective, so I think here for most people is like regular here for me. Because listen to the sound of my booming amazing voice. I'm, I'm just imagining how frustrating it's going to be when I edit this. And then all of a sudden... I'm okay, gonna so have you're the, Oh, now, now it's right here, and I gotta fucking turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> all because... Cousin Frank just wants to be... Well, here's the thing, though. We he's anti-rectangle. Yeah, but you could eliminate all the rectangles and just have the audio equipment. For what? You're saying... All of your stuff. All you need is the audio equipment. What do you the mean vi- by audio? This is, well, because this is visual. V- visual. This is visual, right? Mm-hmm. This is audio, right? Yo, they're... Well, they're both. That's but I mean. it doesn't sound good. So you if we AI, just said... You can create a fake world on those things and just listen to what we say. You could animate us on those without us being here right now. Uh, I don't have that type of software yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Exactly. Going right there. Diving right into the conversation we had. Human No, see, what I, what I do oh, is yeah, I, I, have a, I have a nice little pocket here. So I don't, I'm hands-free. What you, what you need is a Packers. What I need? Need? <laughs> Here's what you need. 
You need Packers apparel with a pocket. I need that. You think I don't have that? I'll do you half there, because I'm already wearing it. I'm not going to go inside and get an outfit change. But I have a gold shirt that has a dumb oh, pocket. That's perfect. Right that's perfect. here. Yeah, what that's I beautiful. need, I don't need that, because <laughs> I have that already. Somebody telling somebody else okay, what they is, need. Okay, is the microphone part up? Yeah, it is. Good job. Come on, man. I don't, just because I hate them doesn't mean I don't know how to work them. <laughs> you got it, I, right? I got to say, so you, uh, so we're, we're in your garage. Now, this is a... Yeah. Uh, it's all right. The, yeah, the... This is actually... Not the last time. So it's funny because when we shot last time, the cameras were here and we were looking in. The right. cameras are basically where they were looking when we were shooting last time. Because yeah. we were right here. Now the cameras are here, and they don't see what's behind them. Which, like at the farm, where that sun was setting when we did yeah. that. That was like the most amazing scenery you could ask for. Private Lake, the most beautiful sunset I may yeah. have ever seen, to be honest. And it split that oak tree dead nuts down the center. You remember that? You remember beautiful. that? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. That's what yeah, I mean. so we... Uh, <coughs> the last time... We were on the farm. The time before that, we were right outside the garage, and now we're yep. inside the garage. Yep. In uh, right before Thanksgiving. Day before Thanksgiving. Day Cheers. Before. Biggest drink of day of the year. Cheers. <laughs> you have a mason jar of sangria. <laughs> uh, homemade sangria from a very close personal friend of mine. It's my Valentine. You, uh, I gotta say, like something I really appreciate with you is how like deep your friendships and relationships are where you just had this mason jar of sangria and what you expressed to me earlier was that it's this closed recipe you have to be kind of on this you gotta list. know you gotta know you gotta know somebody yeah to, get, to be given a jar of handmade handcrafted family passed down recipes that again, there are only a few of these jars in rotation, and most of them are close personal family friends. Yeah, and then um, and I'm you came back later. You left for a little bit, and you came back with a 40-pack of string cheese. 40, 40 bag. You got to say it right. 40 bag? Was, I swear to God, it looked like a drug deal. It was, like, he, <laughs> it was the funniest thing, because it went down exactly like a drug deal. He was laughing with his, with his stepson, pulling in, and he rolls down the window and goes, bro... He goes, me and Wade have been laughing the entire time. We couldn't stop laughing because he kept saying how this is going to be just like a drug deal, which is actually great that you brought that up because I wanted to bring that yeah. up. Because, Let's see it. Uh, because I will endlessly plug Wisconsin cheese as long as I live. Now, I'm, I'm coming up from uh, Chicago. I'm in the great state of Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. Look at this. This is, uh, this is a 20 this is bag. The okay. blue bag contains a 40 bag. A 40 bag. Which is two 20 bags. So this is how, this is the kind of bags we're rolling now. So, have I ever given you a piece of this? No. Oh! <laughs> Maybe that's why I brought it up, so I could, uh... Dude, no, listen, this is, this is, this was made today. Okay. In, in Belgium, Wisconsin. Wait, this, this whole big thing? Boom. This is one. I got a big thing. <laughs> This is, this is handmade in small batches at Cedar Valley Cheese in Belgium, Wisconsin. Okay. Richie, that string cheese is going to change your life. Go ahead. Go 
man. You uh, ain't never. I, you, I love how this. You uh, never add string cheese like this. I love how the string cheese you can't buy has all these the little threads on Actually, it. Actually, maybe you can locally. That's up the there. sign of a, a good string cheese when it has all these little, uh, little fragments of it. That's the point, right? The string. Ooh, the texture. Sturdy. It's uh. Dude, you go ahead. Go. Hey, go ahead. World. Go to your local grocer and go buy your string cheese. I'll tell you right now, Cedar Valley will crush it. Is that not ridiculous? This is great. I know. What is it? Cedar Valley. Cedar Valley, baby. Cedar Valley cheese. The best string cheese in the business. Oh, good. I know it's good, <laughs> man. What did I steer you wrong with stacks of cheese? It's got like a... The, There's nothing like it. It's so it. fresh. It's made today. One time, I'm going to tell you a great story about this place. This is, this is what kept me coming back. This place is known for this. I see if you go to this store, it, it, it blew my mind last time I was there because there was people from all over the world. Colorado, California, Florida, Texas, and I'm looking that, at that's these. Not, that sounds like all over the U.S. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. When when two of them were there, they rented yeah. a car and they just, ha- that, that's what I was asking. I was like, are you from where that is? The one lady was from uh, Venezuela. The other lady was from, uh, where was the other one? Uh, Yo, look how big this is. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Can't get any better than this. Lightly salted. Oh, appropriately salted. So good. Look at it. You can see that the fibers. That's the word I was fibers, looking for. Fibers, yeah. You can tell a quality string cheese by the fibers. Mmm. There's just nothing like it. And don't get me wrong. I'll never take away from any Wisconsin cheese maker. But uh, this string cheese is just a league of its own. <laughs> We're just shooting a cheese commercial now. <laughs> uh, I don't mind either. I feel like I can't indulge in my appreciation of cheese as much in Chicago as I can here. Of course not. It's Illinois. You can't do anything as good as you can in Illinois. That's especially true for football. <laughs> Dude, we're not, Bears we are, are so not going to talk about football on this podcast. Well, so something I noticed, too, is how much Packers is. Uh, <laughs> Packers memorabilia and the things. I don't even have my good stuff up. I hide all that. I'm an owner. Yeah, it's uh, displayed in your room as well as. It'll um, end up out here eventually. One second, you know. You gotta, you gotta have some strong security in here so that no one takes the the share of. Well, only special people get to come here because I don't care how many people watch this. Right. If you want to see it, come here, hang right. out with me. <laughs> Human interaction. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So this string cheese is. The cat's me out. It's really good. This is almost like a whole meal. <laughs> this is good. Day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then it's absolutely outstanding. Cedar Valley. That's what I mean, though, man. Human interaction. Go to Cedar Valley. Meet those people there. Oh, I was going to tell you a story about why I will, I will always love this place. Not that their cheese didn't do it for me right out of the gate. This is what they're known for. This is what they do. This is their number one. Don't get me wrong. They make a million other cheeses, and they are outstanding. 
One day I came in there, it was busy as hell. And the sh- they have a big, like, wall cooler full of different cheeses, you know? And two of those doors are string cheeses. These big ass bags, individually wrapped, and smaller bags. And they were all out. I was devastated. I was like, there's, n- there's no string cheese. I was like, oh my God. I was like, maybe, maybe there's some way in the back. And I do the classic, ah, oh man, I don't see any. Somebody grabbed my wrist, put a fresh bag in my hand. It was still warm. And I was like, thank you. And they were like, you're welcome. And I was like, yeah, fresh bag. I didn't even pay for it yet. Popped it open, took one out. I'm not kidding. I didn't even know what to do with myself. Because it was still like warm from being, you know, pro- I guess processed. But man, just outstanding. Like, like human interaction. A person made that cheese, packaged that cheese, and literally put that cheese directly in my hand. You can't get better than that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, oh, so happy. So, that's what I mean. People up there are so nice. We had an interaction yesterday with this wonderful, wonderful lady named Pam that we met at Oscars. We have a local, local ice cream establishment. And... It was funny because they don't have, like, wait-in-line sections. There's, like, a bunch of registers, and they have, like, arch things. So it's kind of confusing because the registers don't kind of fit where the arches are. And that's okay. It's an old establishment, been there forever, and people, people know, man. It's a place you got to know what's up because they don't have a drive-thru. You, know, you, uh, you have to go in. You have to interact. Okay? And that's what I love about the place. It forces you to interact. Now, the people, the, now the, the, the patrons there don't necessarily have to interact with each other, but the place is small enough where you're kind of going to have to. Well, if you're also in the space, you're kind of forced to interact with I take up, <laughs> I take up quite a bit of space, yeah. Um, <laughs> that has a funny story behind it, too. <clears throat> but that's the thing. So, like, the, the wonderful lady was, like, asking other people, like, hey, are you in line? Are you in line? And I was like, no. And then we just started, like, we just organically started talking. And, man, it's just nice when people are nice. You know what I mean? It, it's so simple. It's just so simple. It just be cool, man. Just be nice. And she was super nice. And we were super nice. And it was a great interaction. I, and I wonder constantly of all the people that I end up meeting in my life, like, will she ever think about me again? Most likely at some point she'll be like, yeah, but this crazy dude at the ice cream store or the custard shop, you know? And it's like, because I clearly just thought about her again in that one simple, small, you know, two-minute interaction. You know, I, it brought it up. It made me, it refreshed me to where it's like, ah, there are still cool people out there. There is still people that are willing to interact. Because you know what? We were the only two without... Are freaking face covered or looking down or checking the latest update on <laughs> all right we talked to each other and waited for a custard and even cheers at the end hey you have a good thanksgiving you know that was our possibly one and only interaction for the rest of our lives with each other and it was a positive one now hopefully it was to her which I'm sure it was because we had a great conversation and we're laughing the whole time. But that's the thing. You now walk away and you're fulfilled with positivity. 
So now me and her go our separate ways, possibly never see each other ever again. But we left that interaction a positive way. Now, like we talked about in the car, that has a ripple effect. Right. Now, so now you're leaving and you're feeling positive. So your next interaction, you're coming in with positive energy and she's doing the same. Bingo. Now think if that interaction went differently. Excuse me, lady, I'm standing here. Now what happens? Now everybody there now just got twisted because there's a huge ball of negative energy right there. Mm -hmm. I, now we both had the freedom to do that. Okay, but that is not at all how it went. Great time, great person, super fun, always gonna remember it, you know? And the best part was I had somebody to share it with. Andy was there and it was, it was great. And the topic of conversation we talked about couldn't have been better either because she was talking about how she moved away and now she's back. And I was okay. like, of course. She's like, there's just something special about Wisconsin. I was like, yeah, keep talking. She was pretty too, I can't even lie. She's a very pretty, very, very pretty lady. Pam, if you ever get to see this, A plus <laughs> you. But, you know, no, she was, she was great. She's a wonderful lady. And that's the thing, like, because, you know, we all, every individual goes through shit. The shit you go through, in a sense, develops the person you become. The worse the shit, the better the person. The worse the shit, the worse the person? That doesn't fit. The better, the less shit, the minimalistic shit, the worse of a person you're gonna be. Because you don't know how to, then when a pin drop gets put into your garbage or your lack thereof garbage, you have no idea how to handle the garbage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. A guy like me has had a lot of garbage, both Self-inflicted, and we've talked about this on previous podcast, both self-inflicted and just tossed my way, okay? And, dude, that's okay. Look at how I handled the garbage. We're sitting here right now drinking homemade sangria and cheese delivered by a great friend from Cedar Valley. <laughs> and we're going to watch the Bucks game and have an amazing night. And we don't even know what we're going to do. We have no plans. So there might be a podcast later because I'm trying to convince them to go to another place and have another podcast. We'll talk about <laughs> it. It's a cool place, too. You really got to see it. Dude, it's... I can't say who it is because I don't know the legalities of, of mentioning, but they used to work for these guys. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> oh, did I tell you? Oh, wait, hold on. Where's my small rectangle? I have to show you the greatest number okay. that I've ever put in my phone. It's right here. A couple, of, a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months ago now, I had the opportunity to do something, and I'd like to show you this. New contact I got in my phone. What does that say in my contact list? Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I can't tell you whose number is that, too. Okay. But it's definitely to Lambeau. It is a number that goes to Lambeau Field directly. Okay. I know. Not everybody has that number, and that's neat because I have it. It's cool. I don't abuse it. I've only called it once, and it was the coolest thing ever because when you call, they'll go, Green Bay Packers, Lambeau Field, how can I help you? And it's like, aha, I don't know, I don't know. Can I come? Can I go? Can you pick me up? You know, oh, that's great. That's just a cool thing. What, what's, uh, what phone do you have? Uh, this is a brand new one from Spectrum. Okay. Brand new. This one is about as primitive as it can get. I'm so worried I'm going to break it. It's something. Is it? Uh, this one has no internet capabilities. Okay. Do you get spam calls? Every day, all day. Really? Every day, all day. 
Huh. No less than five a day. My dad had a flip phone, and then yesterday I asked him. He switched over to an Smart iPhone. Phone. Yep. And he said, since he does that, since he did that, he gets like three a day. Before he had zero a day, which is interesting. But you said you you get yep. spam calls. Yeah, but I've gotten them. I got them. I've been. That's the thing. So when you use that, this is this is the problem with the freaking internet, is that. If you go on the internet, if they ever ask you to put your phone number anywhere on the internet, they got your number. And of course, most people, myself included, doesn't really read the terms and conditions. Nobody does. So they can then sell that information to Do you ever have to click the little thing that says accept cookies? Yeah. You might as well just give them your social security number. Mm -hmm. Because now they're going to tell you, hey, you can buy this. You can go here. You can do this. You got money? You want to spend it? We got, hey, spend on this. No, wait, spend on this. No, wait, you can do this. Okay, check it out. We got these things too. Oh, you're low on toilet paper. We just read it from your iPhone. Oh, we noticed you're sweating. You want to buy a handkerchief? <laughs> so, yeah, like, this is the world, the culture that we live in in America. So why not just adjust and go right to communism? Oh, the phones well, what will is... tell, We'll just plug it into AI. The okay. AI will tell us exactly what to do from now on. So we could auto, we could autopilot our government. We could autopilot everybody. Okay. What do you think's happening? Nobody's For holding. What? Those, nobody's holding those cameras. They're on autopilot. Well, they're held up by tripods. Which right? Which are, had to be set up by a human being. That's true, but they not. Yeah. For now. You think someone's going to take my job of setting up tripods in the future? Uh. Yeah, because soon you'll just be able to take your phone and throw it, and then it'll just hover in the air. Ooh, I like that idea. I know you do. We should work on it. I, I know all we kinds of work things on like it. that. Like I said, just because technology is ruining the world you doesn't mean I'm against do. it. We should... It's how they you use it. You and I should go into like a Silicon Valley incubator, and you say all the things that you would hate to happen, and they'd be like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would make... Such a large profit off of creating these products and devices and uh, making your vision a reality. So as many unique minds that are out there, which there are many, there's lots, there's, look, man, unique individuals. They're not a dime a dozen, but they're not common. Now, everybody in their own way is unique, no matter what. Okay, I differ right. from you, you differ from me, and, and like, like I said, that's endless, that's infinite. There's a, there's a lot of quotes that I always want to talk about, and one of them is from a, a, a great movie, and I don't know if you'll know it or not. It's that most of the time, people get one chance in life to do something great, and most people never take that chance. I've taken that chance a lot. And sometimes it's done me very wrong. Where I tried to save the day and failed miserably. And that's the thing. Sometimes that creates a divide. Because the people, some people hate on it. Why did you try to save the day? But other people are like, dude, great effort. You know what I mean? Again, like we talked about. Somebody has to choose to start a war. Okay, that doesn't just happen. Peace happens. Peace, Peace is. Peace is. Yeah. Peace is. War is created. And that's the thing. And that 
And and that's the thing. Think of think of that variance, peace and war, and how far away they are from each other. You know, and the many, 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 many steps it takes to get to that ridiculous boiling point. Okay, and that's the thing. It's like once there's a disagreement or friction, like the phone. What the phones have done is take away patience. Okay, people don't have it anymore. And all you have to do is go anywhere people wait. Anywhere. Drive through. Any anywhere. Anywhere people wait. A waiting room, a grocery store, a any retail store. Anywhere where you're in line. people wait. On a bus, in a car, anywhere. Yeah. If you're waiting, you're on your phone. That's not me anymore. Now, I've, and I'm sure you don't need me to explain that that happens. You've been around the world recently and have experience for yourself. They don't have two TVs in people's garages, you know, and there's a reason for that. And the continuation of, and that's the thing, while you're doing this, think about what you're missing. Okay, what is this, like uh, two and a half by six inches? Is that right? So let's just call it a three yeah, by two, five. Let's call it a three by five. Three by five, sure. Okay, so let's call it a th- I know that's very inaccurate in the size. I have tape measure there. I'm always willing to measure it just so I can make sure <laughs> that's okay. We're just going to call it a three by five. Okay. Okay. If you lived your life with a three by five card right here all the time, what would you miss outside of this three by five card? Well, I think your posture is a little off. Because most people are like this. So there's like a curvature in the neck and a downward looking. Oh, so you're missing so you're missing even more. Yes. Okay. Yes. So and that that's exactly my point. This is pretty good posture, I would say. The way you demonstrated. (laughs) Well, because well, and if you're our parents' age, you have to do something more like this. (laughs) I I don't have the yeah, you gotta take the glasses down. Uh, especially I whip this guy out. Watch, I could probably prove it by by you right now. I'll just let me just get up. Let me just find a random picture. Here, here's me and a couple boys the other day. Here, here you go. Look at that. See how close you got to get already. Look at. See. <laughs> <laughs> I just naturally did that. Even, I even see. Told you. All you gotta do is tip the glasses, you know. <laughs> That's the thing. See, I just brought you closer. To me. <laughs> So I use this to cause closer human interaction. Yeah. I didn't email it to you. I didn't, I didn't forward it to you. I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bridge into a huge topic of where we went kind of in a discussion yesterday. And it, it, it involves the phones entirely. Because one of the things that somebody said, and he knows who he is. Don't worry. I know you're going to hear this one day. Uh, he said that it's along the lines of... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay? okay. And I genuinely agree with that. Okay? Because, yes, it's the respect and the, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a freaking weapon, man. A gun is designed to kill. Or is it? It's designed to shoot. Right? Mm-hmm. Why was a gun invented? I actually just thought of that on the way here, talking, thinking about the conversation we had yesterday, is the phones were not created to do bad. Okay, they weren't. They're created, like everybody says, to communicate, and that was the argument. And I said, yeah, you're right, but that's the thing. A gun can be used to communicate, too. I could just sit here and shoot you. I just communicated what I 
what I feel about you by shooting you. Mm-hmm. That's communication. You know what I mean? Now, as an adult, okay, you clearly have a way with rectangles. Good for you. I'm not hating on that. I hate the rectangle. I'll never hate you. And that's the thing. Now you can kind of gear it up to where, okay, so a responsible rectangle user, a responsible gun owner, now you're kind of on the same lines. Now, as a parent, and I know you don't have kids, am I ever going to hand my kid a gun and say, go nuts? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a terrible thing for a parent to do. So why are we doing with the phones? Because the phones, and this is what we uncovered last night, the guns serve one, one purpose, to shoot, to hurt. Or to, I mean, have fun. You can go clay shooting and, you know, target shooting and stuff. So there's some variance to, mm-hmm. you know, but the gun shoots. That's what it does. It performs one way. It shoots. A phone is endless, limitless, and continuing to progress. And you take that same non-intended weapon and give it to a child. Okay? That child now has endless information and they don't need a gun now because they can just literally find somebody to shoot it for you now we've proven that with terrible things that have happened all over the place all over the place that have been done and manipulated through the phone and that's the thing just like people kill people not guns kill people well you could kind of say the same thing for the phones then who's giving the people the phones Right? Because the bad things that are happening through the phones and the more communication, that's the thing. Just because it does provide greater communication, it opens up doors to tons of opportunity and an endless, vast area of, again, meeting people you would never meet, going somewhere you would never go, learning something you would never learn. I'm not taking away from all the good stuff that these things provide, but nobody's looking at the negativity that's causing. Think of how much plastic it takes to make one of these. They're putting titanium in now. Do you know that the titanium one is outlawed in a couple countries because of the radiation amount that comes off of them? Did you know that? I did not. Okay, every phone gives off radiation. Well, I can tell you firsthand, I've had a lot of it. It's not good for you. I can tell you all the things it's done to me. It's not good for you. Now, you're pointing to a large scar right here where you had a tumor. Yeah, two. Two tumors. I had, had, yeah, the mole I got removed turned into a... Mess, and then it came back less than a year later. Fastest growing tumor in tumor growing history. It was a quick one. It was a big one, and that one hurt. But you have always, since I've, the times I see you, you're like this with your phone all the time. Yep. Yep. That's, and that's, that's funny because I brought And that. your tumor developed right there. Funny how that works, isn't it? It's an interesting correlation. Funny how that works, isn't it? I feel We've like, brought that up many times, by uh, the way. We don't know. Careful. Sure. So you drink the whole mason jar in front of you. It would be rude if I didn't offer you. <laughs> You're looking parched over there. It's delicious. Isn't that delicious? It is good. It's so Wisconsin, dude. Cranberries and cinnamon. Cinnamon. Mm. 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 Um, Thank you, Rummeries. <laughs> We don't know what we don't know yet. And there's not much urgency to find out more. So say like, we don't know the ramifications. This technology has been introduced to us and we just used it it and accepted it, right? Yeah. 
So what I'm curious is, uh, I try to think about the present as if it were the past. That's hard to do. And so later on, I'm pretty confident that we'll look back on this time and people, uh, after years of study and research, and well, right now you can, it can be obvious, but it's going to come out that all of this was harmful, especially Like plastic that we still... Like it's, it's, they're starting to come out. Um, there was a recent like CDC study from 2013 to 2023. Yeah, 10 years. That like the anxiety, depression, everything has skyrocketed in teenage girls. Teenagers. Teenagers, this was specifically yeah, yeah. that uh, demographic. Well, and that, that's like, what I mean. Being a kid, you know, something I tell, I've, I've talked about with all these kids, all of them. It's really hard. It's so hard to be a kid these days. It is. You don't really get to be a kid, okay? It's so hard to be a kid these days. But it's a lot harder to be a parent these days. Mm. Yeah, Being a kid is hard. Something Being I a parent's about. harder. That's why I don't know how your sister does it. There's so many kids. So many kids are going to eat a bus. Ah! Oh, so fun. But that's the thing. Look at that couple. Look at how much they enjoy their family. That is like the most picturesque family you can think of, right? Because <laughs> they're literally all smiling blondies. They're just having a great time. You know what I mean? Like, dude, and they all get into their weird shit and do their weird stuff. And they're so fun, dude. Oh, man. It's just, you know, it's just great to watch, you know? And that's the thing. It's like that's held in a real high regard because they all have each other. Yeah. They realize that each other is all they have. Yeah. Okay? One, one thing that I talked about a lot over the last recent few months is when you're back, is game on soon? How much, how much, is game on? Oh, we're good, we're good. All right. One thing that I bring up a lot is that when your back's to the wall, you find out who your real friends are. And I mean the real ones. When you go, when, like I said, everybody goes through shit, the deepest shit. When you're in the deepest of shit, and you look around, you find out who your real friends are. And on the flip side of that coin, if you have no friends, is your back up against the wall? See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I mean, dude. Like, taking away this, dude, that can't end. That, these facilitate the beginning of that end. Now, we, again, this discussion you and I had, I know that's not going to, this is always going to co-mingle great on camera, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, <coughs> the human interaction element is being eliminated because of all the influx of information constantly. So, like, I'll just take, I'll just take my own, my own child. She's always on her phone. I didn't give her that phone. I was up that again. I, I, I like I don't have anything to do with the phone. I wish I did, but that's otherwise to be seen. And she, I've watched. I've and I've watched other kids. So now I won't even use my own daughter's example. I have watched. I've walked in houses and seen kids with their phone, a laptop, a TV, and another TV like in a different room, and they're on all. It makes me too anxious. That like, 
This is, yeah, but that's the thing. They can't live without that anymore. Yeah. If they don't have at least one screen going and earbud in, music playing in the background while the teacher's talking and they're typing at the same time and texting on the other end, that's normal. So something I experienced when I was in Paris last week, I go into a cafe. All the cafes are pretty much the same, but like there's no screens in my space. And like the way I use screens, rectangles, that's under my control. Like I'm choosing to have it open or whatever. Recognizing that's a choice that that is a choice is like, A plus two. That is my choice, but what I don't like is not having control. Like I think there's a negative effect to the the brightness that it gives off. Like I can feel the energy it gives off. And these places didn't have the screens. I felt so relaxed. But here in America, there's screens, screens everywhere. everywhere. How many we got in this room right now? One, two, three, four, five, six. We'll count mine seven. And we're in a, what, 800 square well, foot this, garage? Okay, well, this is, it's abnormal that we have a recording set up with this. If you eliminate this, and this is... Uh, I'd still have one, two, example, and then two in the two. house. And my phone. Yeah. Do you feel... What I'm more so discussing is public spaces. Yeah, okay, fair. Like, I feel having the screens on in the space is a bombardment or like a, sort of like a violation. It's, it's an impact on whatever you're yeah. doing. And, and, and that's a great thing. And especially what you're watching on it. Like, these being here, these TVs being here, they're not doing anything. They're just there. They just right. are. Okay? Now, we know what they're capable of. We turn them on we can watch something whatever we can you can use your phone on it with all, all that crap now same thing applies to you you take the same rec you take the same tv as you put them in a public space now it's going to determine the content on that screen on top of the fact that the screen's already there because if it's sports oh it's sports if it's cnn the world is ending or whatever you know what do you, what, how, do you, how are you going to walk away? Again, just like going back to the thing that happened with wonderful Pam at the, at the custard shop. Yeah. Okay? You're going to leave that interaction with that place. Now, it's not a person. It's a place. Because I'm assuming you're in a cafe by yourself. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, when you went to that cafe, let's say there was a screen there. And it was, and there was some, let's say it was showing the Holocaust. And just, you know, that's messed up, I know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're not going to be showing the freaking Holocaust. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they, but they okay. could. No, they okay. absolutely okay. could. Okay. It's, their, it's their place of business. I just wanted to make it extreme so yeah. you had something to compare it to. You know what I'm saying? You're going to leave that place disgusted. What are you guys doing? You know what I'm saying? Exactly my point. Now, if they were showing... See, but I'm not... But if they, were, but if they had, like, fields of lilies, think about yeah. that. That's a, think of, that's, that's a choice of how to use it. A choice of what they're displaying. They're... By, and that's the thing. Go into these public establishments that have the rectangle. What do they have on their screens? Now, a lot of See, time, but you're talking about the content on the screen. Yes, yes. I'm saying... The screens in general? The screen that is on. Just the, the brightness of it. Not the content, but just the energy that it's giving off affects the space. Well, that's what I mean. And that's why I brought up a field of lilies. Because think about it. If it was just a screensaver of field of lilies, would you feel the same way? I would. Well, that have you have you sat I at have. home really? Yeah, with like a fire a fake fireplace room. Yeah, I don't like. 
fake fireplaces make me so upset. <laughs> I hate, I, look, I know the Yuletide log has been going on TV forever, and it's the greatest thing, dude, because I've watched it for many hours. It's like, oh, dude, it's a fire on TV. Glass, yeah. look, at a fire on a TV. And it's like, man, that is so dumb. See, I think I'm more on this, like, binary scale of... Oh, God. What is natural and what is artificial? Are you just the Matrix? Should I just start calling you Neo soon, dude? Like, Might as well, yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Google! <laughs> Neo's coming for you. Okay, so we have flowers on a, on a screen mm-hmm. or real flowers. What's, like, this well, is artificial. One last I've been forever. Buying, I've been buying real flowers, actually, now. One lasts forever, one lives and dies. I could put a picture up. So what of is a flower? And it'll it'll live forever. I'll go get a bouquet of flowers, they live and die, like you and me. But there's beauty in the process of nature of death. I don't creating di- I, life. I don't disagree at all. I agree a thousand percent. That's exactly my point. It's like we're we're fearful of death, so we ramp up the artificial artificialness. So we're, and that is a wonderful. We're afraid of death and confronting that everything around us we're experiencing is finite because time is the only resource that we truly have. And it ends. And we don't know when. We don't know when. It's inevitable, but you're right. It's inevitable. Well, time. Instead of. Time doesn't end. Our time ends. Our time. Yes. So. Instead of acknowledging and living with that fact, which then would probably cause you to be more mindful and present with all of your time and how you spend it, we don't confront death and we put the screen in. Put the screen, we're on our screens because we're just trying to kill time. We're just trying to waste time. We're trying to kill Occupy something else time. knowing we're going to die. Because even though you're trying to kill time, time is still what you're trying to kill. You're wasting it. Time spent, I'm sorry, time wasted with good friends is never time wasted. Absolutely. So something that you just said was death is inevitable. And you were talking before about how you know you could plug a doctor could plug a thing into your head and feel your pain and diagnose it. We were talking about uh, the future potential of something like where we map out the brain and we have then a central kind of hub <coughs> where we can then basically upload our brain's data into it. And then from that, somebody else could receive that brain's data. For example, in a doctor's office, you say, I have a pain in my right arm. Well, then you could then, the doctor could access that through this central uh, Yeah, but why do we need neuro. a doctor? A computer can do that for us. Why, why have a doctor? Well, well, okay. I'm not getting a hypothetical, or... Uh, I am in hypotheticals. I'm not talking specifics. I'm talking about 
just the general concept of yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the thing. That general concept already intercepts that with the doctor because if the, if the computer can already figure out what you're hurting. Why would it waste its time going to a doctor? The computer can figure out what's wrong with you and diagnose it. Makes a lot of sense, yeah. Okay, so you, again, now you're limiting. So that's, so that's a bad example. So let me say this, though. So if the phones can one day predict when you're going to die, is that going to do good or bad for the world? It all depends on the individual and how they interpret it. So don't you see that as being a bigger issue? <sighs> it's the, in, the interpretation. It's, we need more. Life is an interpretation. Right. So we need human beings, other human beings, to be cognitively. What did you just say? Human beings. No, start the whole sentence over. We need what? Human beings. All, you said we need other human beings, which means we need human interaction. Wait, go back. You what said, you, you started the sentence with we need other human beings too, which means you have to have human interaction. That's how you started that sentence. That's why I stopped you right I'm away. trying to, okay, elaborate on that. Because without no another person, Right. To help, you're fucked. <laughs> no matter what the situation is, dude. Here's, 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 here's kind of where all of this started a while ago with the conversations that have been happening amongst my group of friends. When, the, I think, uh, before you get to it, mm -hmm. I think these are conversations that are not unique to you and I. Not you at and, all. You and your friends, me and my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why it's so fun to talk about it on the screen because it's, it, 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 it's, it's such a global, like, ep yeah. It's, why are we not talking about it more? Why are we not more? talking about it more? <laughs> well, you know, you know, that's- We just gonna, let it happen? Dude, that's, that's exactly where it ended up. Like, why did we just accept all of this? Why did we just, why are we all just okay with this? That's what, that's what the real issue is here, is that we can talk about it till we're blue in the effing face. What are we gonna do about it? But guess what you, we talked about, all these other podcasts. Technology doesn't stop. You can't stop it. No. no so then, right, so you're forced to accept it. And one thing that really irritates the shit out of me is that because the internet is the way we do things, Try calling a company on your phone and tell me you don't get a recorded, automated nonsense. If you have a 911 emergency, it goes to an automated system. Now, it might be a person that picks it up, but initially that phone call gets, goes to an automated system to where route your call. So we're already relying on technology to save your life. And I don't know about the automated part. I don't know about it. It all goes. It, it, that's that's what that was a big deal around here a while ago, where oh, they yeah. yeah, where they took the county systems and they all go through one automated call thing okay. and then and springs the out. call. It's still instantaneous. Don't get me wrong. Like you call nine one one, it's gonna get to somebody, but it gets directly to a rectangle before it goes somewhere. Okay, because it needs to know where you are. It needs to know your location. How else would they know where you are, right? Because like OnStar in your car, okay? If you get an emergency, you don't even have to hit a button. We are, oh, OnStar, are you okay? You've seen the commercials. Yeah, but these seem like positive things. They, and they are, and I'm not, I'm not against, that's what I mean. That's, that's why these things are invented. Yeah. But then there's a, a mofo out there that's like, oh, oh, really? We can know where you are all the time? 
Can we listen to the songs that are in the car? Then can we sell the information we get from the fact that you're at this location and you see? Yeah. It's created for pure greatness. But how much how much of this is our American perspective versus this is happening Dude, everywhere. we're the only ones that do it. Do you think in Uganda they have iPhones? Yeah, maybe the drug they lords. They probably, they probably I'm have I'm sure iPhones. they do, but when you go to a third world country, do you think they're posting their Facebook status? Or do you think they're trying to eat today? Well, I think they're human beings just like you and I, and they would probably use them the way you and I would use There's them. There's no way to know that because I don't use them. That's true. You, you don't, so you... People need to start dialing it back. Do you know what they're trying? Do you know what they're? See, imp- but what I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Again, on the binary. I shouldn't scale. say people need to because people need to do whatever they need to do. I shouldn't be the one telling anybody they need to. And I apologize for starting a sentence like that, being real cognitive of when that statement comes out, because. The top thing that I've noticed, the switch, since the rectangles have basically taken over, and like we talk about anywhere you wait, when you go to any McDonald's, Burger King, name it, Speedway, Quick Trip, and you have to order, all I, and I've been paying very close attention to this. Yeah, I need uh, two cheeseburgers, I need four fries, I need two Cokes, and uh, yeah, I need uh, a couple ice cream cones too. You need all that, huh? You wouldn't like, please? Could I please have? May I please get? No, you're demanding. You need. No, you don't, because you don't need to be at McDonald's. You don't need to be here. We need food, water, shelter. End of the list. Everything above that is a bonus, just underneath that list. Food, water, shelter, the very next thing that almost makes it on that list of three is human interaction, love. We need, we need affection. Whether that's a handshake from your father at the end of the day, or a kiss from your mom at night, or a million other things that I could think of. It's, it's that affection that makes you feel safe, that makes you know that the world's gonna be all right. I got somebody. And a lot of times, like in abusive situations or bad situations, that's all that person knows. It's devastating, don't get me wrong. But that's the thing, that's, that's all they know. Trust me, I... But there's some situations, man. On the receiving end of a lot of it. And that's the thing, it has made me the most outrageously clarified person I've ever been. And I'm sure if you watch our podcast in progression, you could see that. Because I've been through some shit. And one thing that you have to always keep in mind is that somebody's always got it worse. And that's the thing. You know, one of your, your goal, your main goal is to start creating empowered communities. Well, the communities can't get empowered if they don't connect. And it doesn't mean having that or that or this. This is the connection, okay? If people could sit in a giant place and just have, a, and just talk and chill and do this, have a drink and be cool. Like the second somebody's not cool, it's not cool no more. Either you remove the one cool, not cool thing or does it ruin it for everybody? We just can't do it. Because most people just wash their hands. Not, not, not cool. No, I don't like it. Not cool. I'm not going back. Never doing it again. Because it was a negative infliction. 
And once you, and that's the thing, you walk away from the interaction with negativity, what are you doing after that? And I've done it. I've done it. The other, a couple of weeks ago, man, I was late for an appointment. I was pissed as shit because it was my fault. Nobody else to blame but me. I was late. I'm not very, I'm not late often. <clears throat> and I couldn't get into the appointment. I had to reschedule. It was a big deal because it, it was a big deal. And I was pissed. And the lady at the reception area was trying to make small talk. And I wasn't having it that day. And I carry this with me now because I, I was like, I don't give a shit. And I, you know, I'm not like that normally when I go to the hospital. Trust me, when I go to the hospital, I get hugs, man. Hugs all over. I get hugs from random people down the hallway. I see people I know there. Doctors like, what up, Frank? How you doing, man? I was that freaking brain of yours, you idiot. You know, like, it's, <laughs> that's just the way it is, man. Like, I, I'm a different dude, man. Like, I see how miserable the people are in there. And it is miserable being in a hospital. It is the worst because all these wonderful, thank you nurses, all these wonderful nurses out there, dude, it takes the most special of people to be a nurse. Any asshole can be a doctor, trust me. Once you go through all that stuff to be a doctor, all they're doing is writing scripts, okay? And no, I'm not taking away anything from you doctors, it's just how it seems from a patient point of view because I'm not a doctor, I didn't go through all the schools, so I apologize if I'm offending somebody. I don't wanna take away from it because that's the thing, man. You, you work your ass off to absorb this information. But the way the system is structured is that the doctors are the end-all be-all. The doctor says this, and this is what you do. Everybody follows the list. You always need a leader, and that's the thing. The doctors are the leaders, okay? But the technology is telling us the doctors aren't the leaders. The technology is the leaders. That's why the technology ultimately, at some point, it's got to be capped. Because if we just let it keep going, it's going to take us over. And I'm not saying that to be crazy. It kind of already is. There's AI. You don't want to live in this world? No problem. We got a new one for you. <laughs> you could be whoever you want on these things. That's and true. a totally different person right here. That's and it is, it's proved through and through and through and through. And it sucks. Would you want me to be any different than I am? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And think of the list think, of people. Uh, think of the list of people. I think about that constantly. Like, you know what? I'm going to try to be mute today. Let's see how quiet I can be today. Dude, have I... You, wait, wait. Have you ever tried that experiment? Yeah. Of like, in a times. day, yeah, I, and not say a word? Uh, be, like, be like a monk and just... <laughs> you can't say a word? Dude, I, I, so one of, the, one of the times that I tried that is... I just told this story recently. The, the first time I was like, all right. I'm gonna try to go to the grocery store and not talk to anybody. Cause I can't, I just can't, I'll see something funny, I just can't help it. I, Cause I love people, man. You know grandma, I get that from her, dude. Like, and I'm also genuinely interested about people. Like, dude, where'd you get that coat? Like, dope coat, man. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see this, uh, check out this brooch. Yeah, I got, I, this I is a fr- the other day I got complimented on my brooch. I didn't even know what this was called. And then some guy was like, hey, nice brooch. I was like, oh, thank you. And this is, it's called a brooch. <laughs> it's a flower. <sighs> I love flowers. <laughs> you wear a brooch, Richie. But how much, uh, yeah. Do you have any tattoos? I don't. But you wear a brooch. I wear a brooch. I'll take it. Like I remember it. Uh, when I was young, um, my dad, so it was almost, it was a Sunday 
And he was going off, he was teaching Sunday school, and he was wearing this pink polo, this pink polo shirt. Cool. And I, I, was, know, what, I know what shirt it is. <laughs> so then, it's like a light salmon, right? I don't, I don't it's remember. It's pink. I was, I was a little kid. And then I was like, oh, dad, you're wearing pink, you're a girl. And he goes, son, when you're in this good of shape, you can wear whatever you want. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right, Mel. Ah! So if, if I want to wear a, a brooch I flower, can hear him saying it too, dude. <laughs> I, can, I can do that. Dude, you can. It's America. I can dress however I want. And post about it. And post about it. And all these people can comment on your brooch. Yeah, it's fantastic. Got it at a market. What kind there. of flower is it? I don't know, a one with four petals. Is it five? Yeah. An hibiscus flower, that's my guess. I'd like to know one day. Yeah. But this has uh, been a lovely conversation, Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another this rich, another, another rich <laughs> conversation with <laughs> the Bucks. You want to go watch the Bucks game? Yeah, yeah, we're going to go watch the Bucks. Love the Bucks. And who are they playing? They're playing Boston. And are the Celtics good this year? I haven't been watching much basketball. Yeah, they're first in the East. I've been tied up with another uh, another team of mine lately. Haven't been, <laughs> sorry, Bucks. But, well, wait, go but, Bucks. Okay, Pat, go. Before we go, what are your thoughts on the Packers? Oh, whoa, right oh, oh, I told you, I'm not going to discuss Green Bay Packers on screen because that's first of all, that's going to go to a level that you're not ready for, and these microphones can't okay. handle. Okay, and second of all. I will reserve all of my Green Bay Packer material for in-person activity. <laughs> you want to see how I feel about the Green Bay Packers? Come watch a game with me. I feel like that would be a very stressful situation for me. Uh... How do you think I feel about the Packers, <laughs> dude? You st- oh, see? I can't. I can't. Nope. I've been thinking. I don't, I don't know if I need that energy. It's great energy. As long as they it's do good. Old. As long as they're yeah, winning, yeah, as long as they're winning, out of, out of best control. energy you ever got if they're on top. Unless the floor calls a timeout. <laughs> Time management skills ridiculous. I've learned to not expend energy on things I cannot control. I can control watching the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I have tons and tons of superstitions that I can control before and after watching the Green Bay Packers to help ensure their victory. But you gotta play football, guys. You should see his his house is like uh, Green Bay Packers stuffed animals, uh, Packers shower curtain. Oh, uh, there's lots. He's more. got like a artwork of Vince Lombardi in his kitchen. <laughs> I love this. Oh man, what a beautiful Super Bowl win that was. Uh, Twenty eleven against the. Steelers. Well, this was 97, and then 2011 versus the Steelers. Um, that was a good one. That was the day they won the Super Bowl was Janela's. Uh, uh, we did a diaper, a diaper party and a baby shower at uh, the VFW, and that was awesome. Nice. And then I got to go to a crazy good party and watch the Packers beat the crap out of the Steelers. The one Super Bowl Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has. With yes, a Packer indeed. uniform. Yes, indeed. So, well, yeah. Frank, this has been great. Yeah, excellent. Let's go watch the game. Let's do it. Cool, man.